Okay, uh, in this episode of All Hell No, we are going to go over the Asian hate game. Uh, basically, while everyone was up in arms over a lot of other stuff in the headline, news, uh, police shootings, etc., etc., here is what Congress, or the Senate, rather, was up to. Uh, this one is off of Yahoo News, and this is anti-Asian hate crime bill passes Senate 94 to 1, with only one Republican, Senator Josh Haley, voting against it. This came out uh, last Thursday. All right, so um, the bill would improve public reporting of anti-Asian hate crimes during the pandemic. The bill garnered bipartisan support and passed 94 to 1 on Thursday. The Senate on Thursday passed a bill addressing the rise in violence and discrimination against Asian American and Pacific Islander communities during the pandemic. In a remarkable show of bipartisanship, the upper chamber approved the legislation 94 to 1. Only one member, Republican Senator Josh Haley of Missouri, opposed the bill. The bill called the C-19 Hate Crime Act and led by Democrat Senator Mazzy Hirono of Hawaii, would direct the Department of Justice to expedite the review of pandemic-related hate crimes and improve public reporting of hate crimes. Democrats were initially concerned Republicans would attempt to delay or block the bill through a filibuster. Republicans last week expressed a willingness to work across the aisle when Senate voted 92 to 6 to advance the bill. Senators reached bipartisan compromises before the final vote. Hirono worked with uh, GOP Senator Susan Collin of Maine to strengthen the bill's language and a GOP-backed measure that will provide funding to help states improve their hate crimes reporting was added to the bill. I thank Senator Hirono for the leadership for her leadership on this amendment, Collins said on the Senate floor ahead of the vote. I enjoyed working with her to strengthen and improve the bill. Congress has faced pressure to address the spike in anti-Asian hate over the pandemic. The nonprofit group Stop AAPI Hate reported nearly 3,800 incidents of physical assault shunning, verbal, and online harassment, and civil rights violation against AAPI communities in the U.S. from March 2020 to this February. The issue gained momentum and sparked national outrage in March following the shootings at three massive massage, sorry, y'all, Three massage businesses in Atlanta that killed eight people, including six women of Asian descent. Okay, so I'm still trying to figure out. Now, maybe this is me. How was that shooting targeting 
how is that shooting a hate crime? Now, I could be reading it wrong, but I thought, dude, that did the little shooting, I shouldn't say little shooting, but dude that did the shooting, had uh, he was going to that quote, quote, massage parlor, and I use that in quotation marks. I'm just saying now, forgive me up in advance if that wasn't the case with that massage parlor in quotes. I'm just saying I know how the ATL gets down. I know how the ATL gets down. So I thought that they said that that particular man was also addicted. He has some type of porn addiction and that he was visiting that shop frequently. Now, I could be wrong on that, but I could have sworn I saw that in the story. And if that is the case, how what he did is a hate crime. I'm just saying that that's that's just me. I don't necessarily, I don't remember hearing that the man had a thing against Asian people. Okay, it was something else involved regarding his, his addiction. So that's two separate things. All right, so let me go back to the article. Senate, uh, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer said Thursday that the bill told Asian American communities that their government is paying attention to them, has heard their concerns, and will respond to protect them. We'll send a message to the country that should be all too obvious by now. Hate crimes will not be tolerated, and federal law enforcement will do everything in its power to detect, deter, and, if necessary, prosecute crimes to the fullest extent of the law, Schumer said on the Senate floor ahead of the bill's passage. In a statement to Insider, Holly, the long holdout, argued the legislation was too broad. As a former prosecutor, my view is it's dangerous to simply give the federal government open-ended authority to define a whole new class of federal hate crime incidents, Holly said. The uh, bill now heads to the House where it's likely to pass. Senator Nancy Pelosi and President Joe Biden have both, both expressed support for the legislation. Um, okay, so I guess the original article was um, from Business Insider, so you can go check out Business Insider to get the original article. They um, posted this on the 22nd. So now, here's my thing with this. I did something before about the fake Asian beef between Asian people and melanated people, okay? Because that's what the news was putting out there, that quote, quote, African-Americans were targeting Asians. And I'm like, how, where, and when? When did that happen when overnight we just jumped up and started targeting Asian folks and we doggone sure was not going to be targeting Asian folks over a pandemic? I could tell you that much. So I'm still waiting on the receipts on how, quote, quote, African-Americans are targeting Asians, okay? 
So the my whole thing with this is, and, and yes, nobody deserves to be targeted, period, for any type of hate crime. That's regardless of, <clears throat> you know, your ethnicity, regardless of your sexuality, regardless of your political views. Nobody deserves that and we shouldn't have to legislate morality because at the end of the day, that's what this is doing. It's legislating morality. And since the feds want to legislate morality, the spotlight is back on the feds on what you choose to regulate and how quickly and how quickly you decide to legislate and move on things. Now, I don't know if it's just me being cranky, but this Asian hate jumped up overnight, okay? They're blaming it uh, specifically on the pandemic. And now you're saying it is so widespread, it's so widespread that you had to come up with the crime bill specifically for Asians Although I don't know why that would not fall under the other hate crime bills and civil rights bills. I'm going to state that again. I do not know why Asians would need a separate bill, crime bill. Why wouldn't their particular, quote, quote, you all said it's widespread. That's your words, not mine. Why wouldn't that fall under the other hate crime bills and civil rights? So it's highly, highly suspicious to me. It's very suspicious. I feel some type of con is being ran, and I don't like it. It just does not wash well with me at all. And I've said this to the Asian community. You're being used as the poster child for something. Okay? And if you sit back and you just go with the flow, all right, keep going with the flow. But there's definitely more to this story than meets the eye. Um, You know, me personally, highly disappointed in the quote, quote, Asian community when you didn't step forward and speak on the African-American issue. When you have to know that that wasn't true, when for the majority of the small business owners, small Asian business owners, those quote, quote, African-Americans are how you make your bread and butter. That's how you're able to make a living. So someone from your community should have stood up and said, well, that's not the case. They're our biggest customers, yada, 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 whatever, whatever. Okay? So something's not right with this. Um, I am under the suspicion, now I'm going to put on the tinfoil hat, call me what you will. 
I see a push around the globe for um, the Asian empire to become the next superpower. And that's been in the work for the past 20 years. Minimum, I say 20 years. Minimum. That was the whole guise of moving the uh, industries overseas, specifically uh, manufacturing overseas to uh, China in particular, and moving those industries overseas even when they knew that intellectual property, intellectual property was involved, those industries still went overseas. They still stayed overseas, even though they knew that intellectual property was being uh, stolen and, and ciphered. So that was a huge red flag that, okay, Asia is on the come up, big time, okay? So we see what China is doing in Africa with going over there, investing all of that, those uh, billions in infrastructure and um, literally going over there dictating to the indigenous people, the indigenous people of those lands, you know, how they're going to do business on their land, okay? And there has been a lot of reports coming out of Africa with um, racism from the Chinese against the indigenous Africans in their own land. So I'm bringing it up to say, Something bigger is going on with putting the spotlight on the Asian community. And my tinfoil hat tells me it is because they are trying to stand up Asia as the new superpower, specifically China. Okay, Because as we've talked about before, and I will continue to point out, uh, the American empire, and you might as well say the American slash British empire, because contrary to popular belief, America and Britain, from a um, government perspective slash corporation perspective, it's one and the same. That particular empire is pretty much winding down. It's pretty much collapsing. And uh, I've just noticed over the last at least minimum 20 years that uh, China is on the come up. And right behind China uh, is also India, which is also Asia, right? So, yes, that Indian culture is also um, on the rise. Uh, India has a lot more problems. They're trying to pull it together. They have a massive amount of poverty, as do China. Let's be clear, as do China, except China knows how to hide theirs a little bit more. Uh, both of those particular Asian nations, oh, I would have to check 
uh, how many, what's the population count in India, but we know China has over, they, they were at a billion. I'm pretty sure they're over a billion folks right now. Okay. And that was the one of the reasons China's population was one of the reasons for American companies to justify doing business with them. Um, and that the reason was because, oh, that's a billion people. So they're thinking from a profitability standpoint. And that did not necessarily, necessarily happen. What happened was the industry came over to China, like I said, and uh, China made knockoffs, okay, and put that stuff back on the market and sold it for cheaper, Okay, so um, this is kind of going way back, but Nixon was the prez that they say, quote, quote, broke down the wall with the U.S. and China relationships. Because prior to that, China was literally closed off from the rest of the world from a business perspective. All right. Um now, when I had the pleasure of traveling to China, it, it was uh, for leisure vacation years ago. Uh, it was another gentleman that was in our tour group that was in China, uh, he said, in the 80s on a trip. And he said it was like a total different country. He said back then it was uh, dirt dirt streets, and a lot, a lot of poverty. So he was like really, really shocked to see how China had risen up in such a short amount of time. And it just got my wheels a turning because when you're flying into uh, China space, if you're coming in to, let's say, Beijing, before you get to the city, like I've said many times before, for those of you that don't know this story, you see the factories before you hit the main city. And if you are an American and you understand what happened to manufacturing, what happened to the steel industry, it will hit you like a ton of bricks. So no one can convince me, now this is me with the tinfoil hat on, you cannot convince me that that was not planned. And what people seem to forget, these borders are artificial. I'll say that again. The borders of nations are artificial. It's just there to give the illusion that there is a separate separation between these nations. At the end of the day, there really are no borders. There are empires that work together to run things. And if you've done just a little bit of research, you'll find out that these world forum groups, you know, the public ones and the not so public ones, they have been discussing 
globalism for quite some time. So to me, what we're witnessing with this whole focus on the Asian community is to start prepping folks for Asia becoming the next economic world power. So go back and check your history. They always move around which kingdom is going to hold that title and pretty much run the world. Okay? I am thinking that each particular empire gets maybe mm, a century or two before it switches to another empire, quote, quote, or nation. And all of that is planned in advance. We're talking at a minimum, I would say, 100 years in advance. Okay, And just a reminder, they do those things because you have what's called a planetary ley line energy grid. So they have to, quote, quote, switch things up, change things around to try to continuously match the vibration of the planet and to control the planet's energy grid line. Right, so we are witnessing, oh my goodness, we're witnessing so many things, folks. We're witnessing so many things at one time. We're uh, witnessing the fall of an empire, meaning the quote, quote, Roman empire, because the American empire slash European empire is still the Roman empire. So you're witnessing the collapse of that. You're witnessing the collapse of the currency as we know it today. So the collapse of the dollar as we know it today as the world uh, reserve currency. Um, And you're witnessing them trying to stand back up their new empire, their new remixed Roman Empire, which would be of an Asian flair with digital currency and robotic AI technology. So that's on that front. The biggest shift that you're witnessing is really an energetic shift of the planet herself going from a lower frequency state to a higher frequency, which contrary to anyone else's belief, that's what's really going to drive everything. And that's what has always driven everything. It is the planet's, her vibration. Okay, so um, this time around is really, really special. Although it may not appear like it, there are a lot of people that are aware that's going what of what is going on. 
and just get ready. I don't think we've seen anything yet. I think this is just the beginning. Um, it'll all shake out for the best in the end. But just pay attention. So there's always some mess. Anytime they're focused on one thing, they're turning around and doing something behind the scenes. But make no mistake about it. At the end of the day, this really isn't about color or nationality. That's just the ruse. It's not even about immigration. That's just the ruse on the empire trying to remix. Because the frequency that they were on before to run their empire, it has expired. So I hope everybody's doing well on this Wednesday. Uh, Take care and peace and love.